Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the cancellation of E3. Yeah. Amongst a lot of other things. Amongst a lot of other things. Delays. Delays. Like, not necessarily straight up cancellations. I mean, some of it is. Some of it is straight up cancellations. So, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about all your uh, entertainment coronavirus related news. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Chris, <laughs> I wish that we like didn't have to like be like, no. you know, come on here and be like, hey, you know. We're going to cover the coronavirus just like every other like thing. But this is the thing. But it, it is affecting everything, man. This is the thing. I, it's, it's affecting everything. And whenever I'm online right now, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Truly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, and you, you can't, you can't just, you know. You can't, can't, can't ignore it. You can't ignore it and just like go on cruises yeah. and, you know, and, and just continue to do the, you know, the E3s and stuff, you yeah. know, whatever, you know, yeah. whatever you got a worldwide pandemic on your hands right um so before we do all that yeah briefly yeah what have you been up to this week clone wars we've talked about that the last oh, two weeks yeah, yeah. so uh so that episode still real good still real good very excited uh yeah. that it's it's still going yep um secondary in the star wars realm i started reading a uh, a book a star wars book on my phone at night before bed oh, which that one? Sort of it's a uh it's it's the one that is about Asajj Ventress. It's the one that they took, like, oh, here's the scripts from these like Clone Wars episodes, and oh, they like, nice. transferred into okay. uh, into a novel to like kind of like tell more of her story. Um, you know, in in that like it didn't survive the Disney acquisition or whatever. Those episodes yeah. were like not not in development. It's like you know, not do don't do those. Cancel the show. And so they basically like took those scripts and turned them into a novel. And so I'm reading that novel. It's really nice. it's, it's good. Asajj Ventress teaming up with a uh, a, a Jedi. Um, Quinlan Voss, who we've uh, encountered on the Clone Wars on one episode, he has the unique skill uh, where he can touch an object and uh, get like the uh, memories of like where <sighs> not only like where that object yeah, has yeah, been, yeah. but yeah. where the person is that owns that object. Mm. So anyway, um, so he's a good tracker, and so, so he, when like, are you gonna play? Uh, he goes undercover and goes and tracks things. When so. you gonna, when are you gonna play? That's a solid question, Chris. Because with like the thing is, now I can't remember the, what, can't remember the name of it. What is the name of it? Jedi, oh, Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. Yeah. Um. Now it seems like one of those things where it's like, I don't have much else to do. You know, there's not movies to go see, that sort of thing. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So you know, it's it's gonna be soon. The only I, thing I will I, the say, the only reason I say it, yeah, is, is like, uh, is that if you're gonna spend time diving into other areas, you're 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 I'm getting getting some overlap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're ignoring some key some key material here, John. All right, Chris. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's like one I of the best Star Wars movie, or it's not movies. Well, honestly, it could be a movie. It's one of the best Star Wars stories. Yeah. In our lifetime. Okay. Well, then I will. Dude, that's like that's a bold that's a bold statement. I think it is. You know. Um. So that's what I've been up to there. I've also. One night, last night, yeah, I played far too much of uh, Ori, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah, yeah. So it, it released uh, Wednesday, yesterday. Uh, well, we're recording this on Thursday, so it released Wednesday, and we both played it um, last night. You played it for far longer than I did. <laughs> Way too long. Like we looked at my time, like I, I went I, like, to bed how late I was. I was up. I sent to like a group uh, to our Discord or whatever, and was like, Ori and the Will of the Wisps is very fun. Yeah, at three and fifteen a.m. It was too 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 late. I uh, I went to bed around eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, then again, I didn't start playing until like midnight, and so it was like ah, I was only like three hours or so. But, I you feel know. like you were on whenever I got on. I mean, my Xbox might have been. Oh, on, okay. But like, I also it said you were playing at like nine o'clock. I mean, so I, I, I started earlier in the day with oh, okay. uh, like, and uh, Des was like watching, and he was like enjoying it, loving it, that sort of thing. And uh, then he came over and like tried to play on the controller, that sort of thing, and like you know was moving over left and right, and uh, and we were having a good time. So, uh, but then he got you know, so you you get bored to move on to the other thing. So I. Put pause on it, and then uh, came back later in the evening. And uh, so, what you think of it? Out. I love it, man. It's really good so far. Um, I like the updates from the original. It feels like the I'm getting like upgrades a little bit faster. I'm like getting. Um, 
more customization options like where it's like oh this is my play style i'm gonna you know do that um faster like sooner than i did in uh in ori um, yeah in, i mean ori the or, in the blind forest like they had these, these large they would re- introduce new gameplay mechanics and they have these large sections that just play on just that. that one yeah and so it'd be like here's the one that deals with double jump here's the one that deals with whatever that like rocket firing version was right right the bummer part i can't remember i'd have to go back and look okay so like did your powers in the first game come from sign that little like ball that was following you around or whatever? No, yeah, um, no, um, I don't remember, Chris. Well, then why in the world do we have no powers on this one? Is my is my question? I think you might be right because yes, you're you're right, you're right that it came from that little orb. Yes, all your powers. Uh huh. I, I don't know if all of your powers did, but definitely it allowed you to absorb the energy and the powers and things like that that were around you or whatever and yeah. use them. That's my only like my only like the only bummer I guess when I when I start and I, and I played probably also okay so if I started about nine o'clock I got done yeah. so, so I nine to eleven about two and a half hours so right. I, I'm about two and a half hours in I got past like the first um, section I believe. Um, for the most like the, part, the, the more tunneled, like tutorial section esque type situation. Uh, well, I don't know what's really the tutorial part. Well, well, I mean, it's a bit beyond the tutorial. Yeah, because I mean, I, I got like four different upgrades. Like, I'm, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, I think that's that's my biggest. I mean, it's still beautiful, still fun gameplay, feels great. My biggest, I think, bummer is that. We didn't start with at least like for instance double jump mm-hmm. like come on like I mean yeah. so I did think that one was a little bit strange because like um you know do you have double jump now yeah I had double okay. jump yeah yeah you, you get double jump pretty quickly but it's like it did take a little bit longer than I would have liked and there's like, no reason to not have it right right off the bat well and then so I think like all quote unquote like Metroidvania games kind of have that as their main thing of like, oh, you power up over time. Like That's so for fine. example, Metroid, right? So the 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 game, you know, you know, for for Super, or for Nintendo NES is Metroid. You basically do the same like the progression is, oh, I'm gonna upgrade my my bounty hunter and at the end like, you know, face off against this ultimate thing. The next game, it like ends with that like it picks up right where that one left off and then like you basically lose those like lose those powers and like you lose your entire suit and stuff like that and so then you work your way back to like where you were before and then beyond that um you know from the halfway point to the thing and so i think that's like just generally a problem like or a like a critique of this type of game yeah i mean i just don't i just don't know why like it just like because you can do the whole arkham asylum uh, city yeah. night thing where you just like build on what y- yeah. you learned in the game. Basically, before. pick up where you left off. You're like, oh, I left my whatever batarangs at home. Let me go get those real quick. And like, yeah. but it's like super fast, super like fast. right off the bat. You know, yes. As soon as stuff starts going down, Batman's like, all right, I need to go get those other tools that I had. You know, yeah. back in you know the asylum. Yes. So like that's what and and, and I I think they're trying to solve it by like letting me level up quicker. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know. It just like for yeah. the first two hours of gameplay at least. Sure. I felt like I was passing up a lot of areas I couldn't access because I didn't have the same kind of tools as I did in the first one. Um, and I felt like uh, I just wanted to, I don't, you know, I don't have to have all the movement, sure. but I'm like just basic things like a double jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it, I don't and, know. and double jump just in and of itself is something that, that. I mean, it comes standard so often in other games. Right. It's like out of the box, like why, why not? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Small critique, yep. but just the critique of my first two uh, two and a half hours. Other than that, I mean, dude, the story already and and the music, man. Yeah, music this time is really good because the music this time feels like it. Rather than having like a music track for each section and having a music track for like the different like story beats and encounters that you have, boss encounters or like the uh, the chase sequences, I guess is what it was mainly in the first one. Rather than having like these like kind of unique thing, it feels like it swells whenever you like start like whenever I come in and I'm like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna attack these people. Yeah, the music changes. Yeah. Whereas if I was like dodging them and dodging away, it might swell a little bit being like, okay, are you going to, oh, there's tension and then it goes back down. Yeah. It's, it feels way more dynamic. Um, and that's a fascinating way to program this game and, and to, to write the music for it. So yeah. I, uh, I love it, dude. It's yeah, great. It's, it's, it's super cool. Um, also that came out this week was as Warzone. 
Call of Duty Warzone. That's right. Their Battle Royale. Stealth drop, sort of. Sort of. I mean, they gave us 24 hours notice. Yeah. There was a timer. Well, so this is the thing. That, uh, in the la- the last update before that happened, um, there was a spot on the main page. Like, whenever you log in, to, you get past the title screen in Call of Duty. Then there's, um, I think it goes, campaign. It, what, it did go campaign, multiplayer, spec ops. But then it went, changed to campaign, multiplayer, Blank space, spec ops. Yeah, and everyone thought everyone like everyone thought it was probably battle royale. Sure, because what else could it be besides that? It's either that or zombies. Yeah, and I didn't see them doing zombies in this one for any reason. Like there was no reason to. Uh, and so, especially with the success of Blackout last year, and so um, then they once the timer went up, that's whenever they confirmed it. It was yeah. Warzone coming free to play, so you can download it. You do have to download basically the whole modern warfare game yeah i didn't realize that like whenever i started my download i i was like oh maybe in an hour or so i'll be able to play right because it was like late at night i was like i started to download it like you know yeah probably like nine o'clock at night and i was like okay by by 10 30 11 o'clock i should be able to play this thing play a couple matches before bed and then i got there and it was like 60 percent downloaded and i was like what <laughs> and because it was it was literally 100 gigs, yeah, 96 huge. gigs or something ridiculous the only thing i would say is like i think it's because like i mean i mean the thing is, they built this within a, a, a yeah. an already built game. It's not like yeah. they built something else on top of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like if they'd started with with Warzone and then sure. built the rest of the game around it. Granted, that's mean that you're not being a game dev, but all the assets across all right. these modes are the same. Well, like Apex is is like 50 gigs or something like that. Yeah, and so it's like you figure like that's the kind of size that I was anticipating. Um, 100 gigs. It's like what on earth is in this thing? And I, I I guess like the save the world is probably in Fortnite whenever you download it as well. It's just not unlocked or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely not as large as like a. Oh, all totally. of the multiplayer suite of a Call of Duty, as well as like the campaign. You know, it's like that's, yeah. that is a relatively large packet of things that just I will not need unless I bought the game. Uh, I think whenever I downloaded Modern Warfare the originally, like it, um, it, it it always says it's ready to play before it's actually ready to play. But yeah. the first thing it was ready to play with was the multiplayer, and it was it was. Mine said it was play. ready to play at sixty percent or whatever, but it was not. I loaded it and it said zero percent yeah. of the battle royale. Like the multiplayer suite was ready. Right. I obviously like again. I haven't bought this game, so it's like I have no access to the multiplayer right. suite. But it's sitting there, you know, well, ready the, to go. So the the multiplayer stuff uh, was ready to play at about sixty gigs originally, <gasps> and it's they've had a couple like ten to fifteen gig <laughs> updates since then. So we're talking probably yeah. like, uh, you know, 60 gigs, add on another 20, 80, you know, somewhere anywhere between, you know, around probably around 80 gigs 80 is gigs. just the yeah. multiplayer. And I guess like over time, like my, my past Call of Duties, like have like every time they do an, any update, it's like I would like log on and be like, here's a 10 gigabyte patch. And you're like, yeah. what on earth? Yeah. Isn't this patch just like Destiny? It's like by the time Destiny uh, you know, 2 was, uh, is, 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 you know, where it's at today, it's so ridiculously large. Yeah. And it's like, it's a good value proposition, I guess, you know, because it's like, oh, you get all this content. But at the same time, it's like, I don't. I don't need all of this content just to play a battle royale mode. You don't you know? think, but maybe you do. That's, <laughs> maybe you that's do. my thing. Like maybe they're using they're yeah. using all these multiplayer uh, assets. <laughs> yeah, and it's six. It's at least eighty gigs worth of multiplayer because they're all because yeah, the, yeah. this is the this is the crazy. Let's get into it for a second. Yeah. yeah. So, um, one the map is all new, but they use they're reusing parts from other maps, which so is like, super cool. That's the same thing that it's sort of ish in Blackout, but it's yeah. like to a greater degree this time. Yeah. So like, um, if you remember Terminal from Modern Warfare. Two, that's in there. Um, it's, uh, there's a, that big prison. I can't remember what game that was in. Big prison. Um, there's a big, big dig site. Um, so they're using all these different places. As well as like preloaded weapons that you find whenever you're down there. So there's like, you know, I forget what they actually call them, but there's, you know, rare... Uh, what are the, the traditional battle yeah. royale stuff? Epic, you know? tradition, or legendary. Legendary. Yeah, kind of like gear that you find in chess and kind of laying around. Basically, bad, better, better than that, and best. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, and and your skins that you're you're earning in the, with the battle pass is yeah. like those are wearable. Like you you show up as that skin. That's cool. Um, there are in like toward the later ends of the matches. So like in Fortnite, for instance, the blue like uh, whatever they call them, the blue. Boxes that come down in the yeah the, the, the care packages. Well, is that what they're called? Yeah, I think that's what they're called. Yeah. Oh, 
don't think so. Pretty sure. Uh, I don't find so. out. Not, not find in out. Fortnite. Um, they, they, there are drops in Call of Duty like that, but what it allows you to do is immediately load in one of your multiplayer classes that you've built with your gun, your your loadout, your like your lethals, all that kind of stuff. So you're like, before you're just playing with whatever gun you can find. If one of those drops, you can load in like your favorite, um, your favorite gear to play with, which is like, I mean, you go to, I am going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like from the beginning, like you just power up, power up it is called care package, by the way. That's like, the like, balloons? As as, yeah. The ones with the balloons. No. Yeah. Not care package. I mean, that's what it in says Fortnite. on this stuff. Yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think mean, so. Fortnite. I don't know, man. Blue. Uh, balloon. Box. Yeah. <laughs> There's a party favor, by the way, that is like, basically it looks like the, 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 the box as a uh, paper bag, like a brown paper bag. And you can put a balloon inside of it or whatever. So you can have like a Fortnite themed, uh, Party favor. Looks pretty fun. Blue. <laughs> that was the first thing that came up was like, Fortnite party favors. Here's your care package. Blue. What do we say? I mean. What in? Drops in the middle drop. of a match. Blue. I don't know. Like, I, I, drop. I, how do you say Box. care package without saying care package? Here we go. They're supply drops. Supply that's what they're drops. I knew okay. it, John. Okay. Care okay. package. It didn't make any sense. I mean, that's like a Call of Duty thing. Yeah, it know? is. <laughs> supply drop like who like that's just uh, anyway you're right you're right (laughs) semantics you know um but so this is a a good battle royale then oh man okay okay here's the other okay the the other difference like is it it, like in order to get back into the match like if you get eliminated from a match like you can get back in but you have to like yeah so let's let's uh, talk through the the team first of all your team size three people on the team um there's 150 players so there's 50 teams um it does take a second to load into the to the match. At least it was the other night. It was taking a while to populate the lobby. Um, people like you can kind of watch them. They're backing in and out and out. I mean, they adjusted it. I, I saw afterwards on the on the their Twitter feed like they adjusted it so the match would just go ahead and start once it hits a hundred people. Yeah. Um, and then more people just load in. I don't know if that's just like the, the thing is. I think the Call of Duty players like we're. I mean, most of the time if you, you search for a multiplayer match, unless you're searching for something crazy, mm-hmm. you're in a match within like. Under sixty seconds, it's less than a minute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like you're. I know people are used to jumping into matches faster, but it's on par with like PUBG and PUBG for Apex sure. And, and you know, like Fortnite's pretty quick now. Um, and they get you into like the island lobby loading mm-hmm. before they get you in the actual match. Yeah. The thing is, Modern Warfare, or yeah, Modern Warfare does the same thing. Warzone does the same same thing, but. It's almost like they are not sending you to the pre, um, the pre-match load space early enough because you drop out of the plane, and then before you even have time to get on the ground and do anything, then you're loading into the the real one. It's I don't know. They'll fix it. What? There's, there's there's stuff they need to tweak in. So this. you load into the plane first, no. jump out of the plane, and then they actually start the match back in the plane. You just load into the sky. Oh, <laughs> and you're falling. <laughs> That seems like a weird one. And then you could get, if you get to the ground, you could just like, you know, pick up a gun and shoot people and it's just pre-match. It doesn't matter. But the fact, the thing is like you end up half the time loading into the new match before you even hit the ground. Right, right. So, um. Fascinating. The, uh, I love the map. Like whenever you jump out of the plane, there are like these giant like names of the locations floating in the air above them. So you can easily see where you're landing, which is super cool. Yep. Without, without having to look at the map. Um, so like you can just call out, Hey, we're going to this area. Yep. Um, and then, uh, if you die, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, have you, have you played a gun or have you looked at, watched gunfight at all or anything? No so gunfight. So gunfight's a new mode in this one where it's like two V two and, um, you have random weapon loadouts and like, you just like kill people. Uh, it's super fun. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do. Um, there is a map specifically for gunfight called Gulag, and it's it's basically in like the showers portion or bathroom portion of a Gulag, and there are um, cells up at the top 
and then you're inside the shower play portion. Well, if you die in Warzone, this sounds super convoluted, but it's not. If you die in Warzone, you immediately get put into the gulag. It's like they've captured you. Yeah. And um, then you sit there with a bunch of other people up around the top while while they keep sending two of you at a time to duel it out yeah. in the showers. The cool thing is, say you and I were playing. Mm-hmm. We both get killed by, wiped by a team. We get sent to the gulag. I get loaded in to do my, my uh, like one-on-one thing. You can see me and the other guy. You can from the top. That's cool. So you can tell me, hey, he's behind. He's here. He's here. He's here. Or That's super like, cool. you can also pick up rocks and like throw it at him like to try to distract him. That's which fascinating. Which is crazy. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. I like it. I, I mean, it makes it harder for whoever's like second or whatever, but you have no way to choose that mm-hmm. um, because you don't have anybody talking to you. And then if you win that one-on-one fight, you get sent back and dropped back, back in. in. And the other the person who doesn't win, out permanently. Yeah, yeah. but you can't, you can't do that endlessly. You can only do it once. Right, right. Um, well, I mean, there's no way to bring people back. Oh, no, hang on. I take that back. There is... If they leave, you know, say say they die, rather than going and getting their card and dropping them back in, if they lose their gulag fight, you can go spend. So there's cash laying all around the the map. Yeah. If you have enough cash, I think it's $4,500 worth Mm -hmm. of cash. You can bring them back in. Do you pick it up automatically or do you have to like pick it up like an item? You just run over it and fix it up. Nice. Most things do. Whenever there's an empty slot, which is cool, that's nice. Um, but like, so say like there are grenades in your slot right now, and you're gonna you want to pick up um, a flashbang or something like that. You actually have to yeah, choose course, to pick that of up, course, yeah, uh, to swap it. Um, and it's interesting until you like get your new loadout, you have kind of a limited function. Like you have limited, um, you can't just carry a ton of grenades. You can only carry like one. Um, interesting. Yeah. You can only you you can have so like there's a place where you can buy care packages mm-hmm. basically um, or sorry kill streaks you can buy kill streak rewards okay so you, if you picked up enough cash yes you can buy kill streak rewards but you can only have one kill streak award at a time you can't like carry around like three of them yeah. yeah okay like you can in a in a, an actual multiplayer match cool um, dude that's and that's like enough differences like between this and like literally any of the others yeah where it's like totally. this is great like that's it's, awesome. it's really unique I never thought that like necessarily and having played blackout or whatever I, I, I never thought that it was quite unique enough to like really like uh, there were things about it that were really unique where it's like the zombies and like that but it would literally was just basically like a call of duty standard call yeah. of duty like battle royale yeah and it's like okay this seems different enough to where, like, I'm like, okay, that's a good option to, like, dive into with some friends, you know? Well, and I didn't play Bla- – I only played – I think we both only played, like, the beta of Blackout. And so I'm sure there were tweaks at some point. But, like, uh, the Blackout felt like like the time to kill was just so fast. It was just as fast as it was in multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the time to kill in Warzone, like, it's not the same. Yeah. Like, if they're on you, yes. If they're, like, right on top of you, yeah, you're getting killed. But – like well, you know, it's the same getting, way it is in most games. So. I was getting peppered from you know like a hill at one point, and I'm like, you know, I, I ran and got in cover, and like you have a chance at least in a different way than you do in a multiplayer map. Sure, like I dude, I can like kill you in like two shots across a map in the multiplayer. Right, but right. at least in this, it felt like it was a little more forgiving. In that respect. And that makes sense, like, with Battle Royales, like, just in general, like, is they're yes. more strategic, they're more about the long play. How long are matches? It sounds like, potentially, like, with the Gulag thing going on, it's like, they could, like, it seems like they might be longer, well, like, 20 minutes? Well, circle, so there's a circle still closes in. Okay. The cool thing that I like about it is, you know exactly where it's going. It shows you the different levels from from the very start of the match. So you can, like, basically hole up in the middle of it, or if you, or yeah. you can, like, just skirt the outer edges. It's interesting what it does to gameplay because it makes people congregate that that way. Um, Fascinating. And But it also, like, helps you because you know which way people are going to be moving. Right. So, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting because you could say, hey, we're going to hole up on the, the in the second rung yeah. and get everybody coming in right, right, right. after the first one. And then we're going to make a run for it right. or whatever you want to do. Right, right. Um, I also feel like the map is big enough that you can move around. There are vehicles and you can move around without like running into people if you are careful. Cool. So like, or you accidentally stumble upon them, you know, of course. same, same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Walk into a room and you're like, oh no. 
What did you ask? Oh, how long? I think how long like, I think I think they're twenty minutes. Okay, I can't I mean, remember. But if you're like top two, like one or two, like in Apex, it's like twenty minutes long. Yeah, you know. There's there's another mode inside Warzone called. Hmm, actually, I can't remember. Uh, I'll find out. There's two modes. One of and so Warzone is the. Actually, I, like I don't know what they would how they would say it. Warzone is the overall um, section of the. It's like multiplayer Warzone. Um, plunder plunder yes where you like the goal i haven't i don't the goal is to to just get a bunch of money mm. and if you kill someone you collect like half their money like when you die you like half your money goes away and so the idea is to get to a million dollars and you win or uh you just have the most money i guess at the end so it's not that like does it do, once you're down and then you lose in the gulag, are you still oh, out? No, no, you can like you this come is, back this constantly. Is Twenty minutes, and you come back constantly, just continuously respawn. So that's what it's for, and that's the same thing as like a limit, like the the like big team battle in uh, in Fortnite. It's like oh, well, even if I die, I can respawn. Like respawns are turned on, and it's so that way if you have people who are like new or people who like you know don't you know maybe I don't know. like so it wasn't fun. Like I'll just lay that out there. Okay. Uh, it doesn't sound particularly because, fun. Mainly because, like, if it was, yeah, so if it was, like, it's kind of like the 50 v 50. Like, that's, that's in, in, um, in Fortnite, that's, that's fun because you're actually, you're trying to wipe the other team more right. times than you get wiped. Well, and then you can build, like, gigantic things. Like, there's just so many unique things about yeah. it. Like, and, where it's like, oh, we can build a castle and then, oh, no, the circle's moving. We have to build a new castle. It's like, oh, who has the materials? In this, it doesn't feel rewarding at all yeah. for doing what you're doing yeah and then even at the end you don't really know who won the overall match it just shows you how much money your team got what and i'm like but then the money means nothing after the match yeah it's not like that money turns into things that you can like buy better guns or something like that huh. it literally has no point Weird. i think i felt like i'm like Weird. why am i playing there's no winner yeah like i don't know who the winner was hmm. and the gameplay like i it's just like it wasn't fun. Yeah, see, see, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't sound, like I said, it does not sound fun, no. particularly fun. Don't play that version. Play the other one. Play the Battle Royale. Yeah. I dig it. I mean, 150, 150 people, like, that's also very yeah. cool. I also love that it tells you how many teams are left and how many people are left. Yeah. Well, see, Apex uh, tells you that up until a certain point in the match, and right. then they obscure it, like, yeah. because they want it to be, like, a mystery, like, who you're going up against or yeah. whatever, to surprise. And it's like, I get that. Also, like, doing it the other way is, like, definitely a strategic choice like yeah. we like okay well we want to we want to tell people everything it's the same thing as the circle it's like i love so many times where like the circle starts moving or it yeah. tells you like where it's going next and you're like it's gonna be a hike pack a lunch <laughs> and uh and then you just like start moving whereas like if you knew where it was going to be the whole time you're like okay right. you know this this is all like this is all a known quantity from you the can beginning make a plan yeah and so like it's just two different Two different experiences. Oh, totally. So. And that's the thing I love about it. I don't yeah. want just another clone exactly. of what we know. Right. Uh, can I talk about one other thing I forgot yeah. about? go for it. So um, whenever you drop in, on your map, there you can see where th different things are. So you can see, hey, this is a spot where I can buy th some things. This is a spot where I can pick up, I think they call them operator missions or something like that. So there so, are like missions, like mini missions within the, the match? Yeah. So you pick that's up cool. these, like they're highlighted yellow and you pick it up and they can be anything from... Uh, go open um, chests in so like you it's like a series of three chests mm -hmm. and so like send you to one location you go open it send you to another location you go open it and and you get cash whenever you complete these so like and that helps you get better upgrades or kill streak rewards or whatever so cool. it's kind of like those are the things that you're doing so you either do that you can um, go capture locations so the easiest one is a chest it does take some movement but if you have a vehicle or something like that it's it's better. <laughs> the next one is you take over a location. Cool. So is it like capture the flag or is it no, like a... No, it's, uh, like, it's like domination, domination. where like it's, it fills up a bar. But as you're sitting there in this area, it shoots up a flare in the sky. That's cool. So like everybody in the area knows you're over here taking this location. And if they location. take you out, can they then take it? No, but okay. they can kill you. Like yeah. and that's the whole point of it It's anyway. like, oh, you're here. Uh, the other thing that's the worst one that like I don't like <laughs> is... If you pick it up, you get a bounty on a another player. Like a specific player? Yes. You know exactly where they're like within a like very, very small area where oh, they're at. Man. Thing is, they also know where you are. 
Oh man! So like, if somebody picks up a bounty on you, <laughs> yes, it can like just show, they'll just show up on your bounty. Like, okay. It just shows up in the corner and like so, it'll say like protect so and so, and you're like <gasps> somebody has a bounty on him, and you're like crap, man, yeah, 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 stupid bounty. I actually like that. I actually feel like that's <laughs> it's a cool, crazy. I feel like that's a really cool mechanic, and it's and it adds to the like. So we're we're talking about okay, you have this strategy, you can plan things out, you can, do, but it adds to the the random. Yeah. Know, vibe where yes. it's like oh this increases the amount of just emergent things that can happen yes. within a match you know i think like, well and the thing is unless you're just like running out in the open which you shouldn't be doing anyway <laughs> uh it is easy to just kind of hunker down and wait yeah. for them yeah to come get you uh-huh. um or their teammates or whoever see but if they see you sitting still like they're gonna know that like oh that, totally yeah they, well, but that's the thing i've successfully defended against a uh um, a bounty. So I have not. I have not killed a bounty. I, mean, I was going after. The other thing is, like, it, you could set up some cool things where it's like, oh, they're coming after after me. So like, they, let's let the other two members of the team like oh, totally. create a bottleneck. Yeah, they're gonna be up on the ridge. Yeah, you know, aiming down into this bot. As soon as they step into this kill box, we're gonna take them out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like so, it's basically you're using that player as bait yeah. in that case. Yes. You know, that's I really can't wait to cool. play this game with you. That's really cool. I I, I really enjoy uh, enjoy everything I'm hearing about this. It sounds real cool. It's ninety some odd gigs, and it's downloaded <laughs> now, Chris. <laughs> that's great. It's downloaded now. Because yeah. that first night, I was like so amped to play. I was like, dude. I was like, I texted you. I'm like, I'm gonna get on in a couple minutes. Blah blah blah. And I got there, and I was like, ah. Oh, uh, uh, I know I was bummed and it said ready to start and I started it and it was like 0% and I was like oh my gosh silly <laughs> it's so, like, so I, this is a free to play game where you're playing the battle royale and it downloads the multiplayer suite and the campaign first yeah <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me because it wasn't built as a oh no it was it's battle it, royale yeah it's literally completely like ingrained with these other things it's like anything in game developers like oh like okay <laughs> Oh, fun fun fact about uh, Outer Wilds, one of my favorite games of last year, P- probably one of my favorite games of all time. The game, like they talked about how like jumping in the game, um, they said that like they needed to keep the uh, the way that that game works because it's like a it's a universe that is constantly moving within like it's always like everything has to move even whenever you're not there, so it has to render while you're not there. The only way that they could figure out like to make it not break w- was like jumping was to move the entire the entire universe and you are the center of the universe. So like the center of the universe is not the center of the universe. You are the center of the universe and the universe moves around you. That's insane. And so whenever you push jump, the entire universe goes down. Like every like whatever yeah. direction you're jumping in, yeah. it moves that other that direction like to the physics of like whatever they programmed. That's insane. So just because like the, whenever they did it the other way, where it's like, okay, well you can jump and in, in, in within this universe, it just everything broke. <laughs> that's insane it's easier to move the entire universe than it is to move a single character within that universe yeah it's a wild one man game development totally it's weird <laughs> uh this game though like it says that to put an end cap on it yeah like it i mean it has one of the best campaigns in the past few years i've played yeah it has amazing multiplayer spec ops not great yeah. we've talked about that yeah. but then now warzone yeah like dude this is a fleshed out game i also see that like, this is a great strategy for them to go down to make this for the battle royale ver- like oh totally aspect of it free to play because it's like it's you're gonna keep a, a a player base far beyond what blackout ever did you know because it's like oh now like literally anybody even if you don't care at all about call of duty multiplayer but you love battle royales yeah like you're gonna try a new battle royale you're and it's like if your friends are playing it who do on the game and you're like yeah. oh well there's that battle royale that i can play because like i guarantee there were so many people who were like oh come play the multiplayer with me come play no nah, just come up play apex with me you know it's free yeah and then we hop over there because like that happened back in the day too where it's like somebody who didn't have a specific map pack or didn't have a uh that game or the they had the the previous game it's like you hop over and play with your friends yeah you don't you know leave leave them you can't leave them behind well Chris. plus the, the like the battle pass still applies to so you still rank up battle pass yeah even though you're playing, you know, a different mode. And yeah. so like say you dropped in, bought the battle pass, you'd have the the ghost skin from it's Modern awesome. Warfare two and three. It's awesome. Um and so it's like I don't know, just I, I like that version of monetization better than buying, you know, four different map packs over the course mm-hmm. of a, uh, a year. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I 
it gives you something to reach for as well. Because like on day yeah. one, you have all the map packs, so you don't have to unlock. I like anything, it better than loot whatever, boxes, you know. You know like, oh yeah, way better. <laughs> loot boxes. I know, dude. Loot that seems so antiquated. Now. Well, I mean, even like Apex has loot boxes, and I'm like, why? Why do you yeah. do this? Yeah. Um. The uh, other thing I wanted to say about like the it being free or whatever is that like. The biggest thing that Fortnite has for it is crossplay, like and and Call of Duty is, has crossplay now, yeah. and so like that's also like such a huge deal for for just like battle royales where it's like keeping the community alive, that sort yeah. of thing, you know. Uh, Apex doesn't have crossplay. We'll never have crossplay. Like the way that, that it's built, it's it's not in the capabilities of the system to be coded for crossplay. So, we so that's were, the biggest like negative with Apex. You we know? were playing with people who were on PC. How rough but, is that? Well, it's not. Okay. I think. Like, I mean, it's just, it's only as rough as it is in Fortnite, you know? Like, yeah. uh, here's, here's the thing, though. Um, we were trying to play with Aaron Wright, uh-huh. uh, who's been on the podcast, could not make it work. Like, hmm. w- like, where he's on PC and you guys are on. He was on PC. Like, he would load into, we would invite him to the game. He would load into our game and then one of us would get booted. Ooh. Like we so were playing two different Xboxes and the, yeah, they haven't really, it's it, at least night one. I haven't played it since then. Right. But first night, yeah, no, it wasn't working right. Yeah. I do. I do know that like Fortnite is so flawless um, where it's like somebody's playing on mobile. Yeah. I've played on my switch and we're yeah. playing with somebody else on an X and it's like, this is so ridiculously solid and stable and fluid. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, if, if you can't even connect to like two people on an Xbox and then, you know, the other person on PC, yeah. that seems like, a problem they'll hash out over the but next But that's the thing. Like, I feel months. like they were having lobby problems all night that yeah. night. Like, yeah. just, like, getting the amount of people they needed in the lobby, making it not take forever, kicking us out whenever we, like, we're trying to play with PC. You know. Yeah. They're just having issues. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's launch night. Yeah. All right, Chris. Yeah. We've gone 36 minutes into this podcast. Well, let's just jump straight to the news! <laughs> I love that you're like straight to. This was the direct path to this the is news. The, this the is, most direct path. Yeah, it's like this is the path the of least flies. resistance. You know, where it's yeah. What? what, what? <laughs> uh, so, coronavirus. That's all we got to talk about. <laughs> I mean, honestly, um, the, uh, this is the thing. We can dive into it however much you want to. Yeah. I almost say we jump straight to E3. Like, yeah, we should. Like the thing is, there are there, like it's so fluid right now. I mean, NBA's been canceled. NHL NHL's been canceled. XFL's been canceled. Uh, March Madness has been canceled. Um, MLB is getting pushed back by two weeks. Uh, so many movies are getting are being moved yeah, now. Yeah, so the ones that affect us currently are uh, <laughs> Fast 9, delayed a to year. next year. A year, man. 2021. And then uh, we have, uh, it was a uh, whole... Oh, New Mutants is on hold indefinitely. Yeah, New Mutants. We have no idea in- when that's coming. Who knows, man. No and, rescheduled date. And then uh, Quiet Place 2, delayed a week, is that right? Or, is, or, or like two weeks or something like that? Let me find out exactly how long it Mulan, however, is. still not delayed. Yeah, that was your big bet, man. Was like yeah. that it was gonna be, you know, different, different I one. kind of can't believe that one. <laughs> I don't know how in the world that hasn't gotten delayed. We'll see what happens. Cause like New Mutants also Disney, um, and it's been been delayed indefinitely. And so yeah. like I I also it depends on how how the box office is in the states because like the, like I read last week after you said like oh it's for sure gonna you know we're it's gonna get get moved bumped back um, just delayed a week that's uh, quiet place two was just a, okay. delayed a week so like whenever whenever they're talking about you know Mulan so it's gonna basically be in Mulan's spot now is it uh huh are they on the same week now yeah I think they're in the same week now. Um, but Mulan, like being that week, cause like, it was next week, right? Yeah. It was going to be like next week, a week from today. And then it's the following week. I mean, I, I don't see those two movies having a large sharing <laughs> crossover large audience. other yeah. than us, Chris, I mean, <laughs> other than us and the listeners of this very podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, I do wonder what happens like a week from now, like, like whenever this is all. You know, it, it, it. Who knows? Like where it's I don't. Know. Be. I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. Last week, I would have said that's the worst it's going to get. Like in terms of uh, movies being delayed. Oh no, I said Mulan. Uh, but you know, like I was halfway yeah. expecting that not to happen. Yeah. Uh, no, like I mean, I I could see a ton of things moving now. Yeah. Like I mean, oh Disneyland's closing. Oh yeah. Well, Disneyland and Disney World now. Are, Disney World uh, are, are both, too. Both closed for for two weeks, man. That's that's a that's a unprecedented amount of time for for the those parts yeah. should be closed. So. I mean, and that's, a, that's the thing. Like, I, like, I, I don't, I think 
whatever we need to do to keep people safe. That's, sure. that's the thing. So like, I'm not, um, NAB is canceled. Yeah. Um, and we can talk about like, we'll talk about the impact of these things in a second, but then, then, and then, and E3. Yeah. The E3 one, like that being in June, that one I feel like is the, is the one where like, whenever that happened, I was like, and honestly, like everybody, there was never a point where people were like, oh, it's going to get better at this point. Like it's going to, you know, the, uh, the, like it's going to stop spreading or like whatever. Yeah. Like at this point, like no well, one knows yeah, how far this We, we just don't know. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, uh, and just to keep people safe and be like, this was a huge trade show. E3 being a huge trade show where a lot of people were going to come from all over the world and congregate and touch like the same controllers and like all this. It's it just seems like at that point they're like, ooh, this is this is maybe a bad idea and potentially to recoup some of the costs. Potentially to like if if it was going to be a situation where Sony was going to pull out and say like, hey, we're not going to go. Microsoft then pulls out and says, oh, we're not going to go. Then like, how does the ESA make any money off of this thing? Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I think you know, like for instance, GDC was canceled. We talked about talked about that. That was honestly too late for people to to, to cancel their travel plans and and not sure. incur costs. Yeah. And so I think honestly, like the the uh, E3 canceling this early, um, the reason for it is to mitigate the damage done to the companies who are attending and sure. the the journalists and people who are who are making plans to yeah. go because. Um, if I, you know, if I'm EA, for instance, or let's say, let's say, let's take someone smaller, Devolver Digital, um, and they would have, they weren't on the show floor, but they would be like in across the, the street, yeah. like in this big tent. Well, they don't like the further you go toward the event, the more likely it is that they are going to have to eat costs mm-hmm. For this, and they may, they probably do already, yeah, I mean, like from all rentals and all this are, kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, it's just, it's a different level of cost. I mean, we, you know, uh, I've done event production, not on the scale of E3, but on a, on a smaller scale. And yeah, a lot of your costs end up like right before. Yep. And so, like, you rent stuff, you like, you know, yeah, yeah like you just don't pay, like pay the, people the, to set up, tear the, down. You may have a contract in or something like that, but like, you don't pay for it until yep. like you're picking it up to set it up, you right. know. Right. Um, so honestly, it's funny. Like you see like two different reactions and I think it's, it's, they're both legitimate. It's like one is like, man, yeah, like that's the right move Two, uh, it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like obviously everyone's bummed. It's not like we wanted sure. this to happen. The, the, the reactions about E3 specifically that I've seen a little online, uh, that I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Like are the people who just like, Want to basically for some reason want to see E3 just die? Yeah, and it's like I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not here to see the world burn. No, you know? I'm not like no. one of those people. Well, I mean, and there's like any event. Like it, it, to me, it feels like if if that's your perspective of like I just want this event that I I don't attend or like that I hate to go away forever to go bankrupt. It's like <laughs> that seems like it's like, just let people live their lives. Like well, do, do you live your life. Like they're not hurting you to by having fair, E3. I, th- I think where it, it, it comes from is like, and we've talked about it a little bit before is like E3, like they haven't really decided what they're going to be. Are right, they going to be a trade yeah. show? Or are they going to be a consumer based show? And they're trying to be right. both and they're not doing either super well anymore. No, not anymore. Because like you've got half the companies who aren't even on site anymore because you're too expensive and it's not worth it. And then you have like just halls full of, uh, um, people who are there to, uh, as consumers, but like you have companies who are there to do business. Right. So like this, you have just conflicting goals with this right. event. So like, I think those are the people who are like, yeah, dude, just let it die. And like, I don't know, like, it's just like a, <laughs> it's just a weird, weird attitude and position to right, have. Right. Um, I, like I'm interested, interested to see this year. What actually ends up happening? We know Microsoft's still going to have theirs. Yeah, Ubisoft has talked about having a digital event. Has I mean, EA, EA said they're doing any kind of EA Play, like at least events? I mean, essentially, they had just a digital thing last year too. Like, I don't think they had. They didn't have like well, a ton had, of people that were. They had like hands-on like demonstrations yeah. and stuff like that, but they didn't have like a press conference where there was like an audience. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah, you're right. They didn't have, an, uh, but they did have the EA Play like just like all day stream. Yeah, and it was essentially just like, oh, here's here's the developer of this game showing off this this aspect of it, think answering questions. We, like even back then we were like that's just because this is the end of the generation they don't have anything new. Right. And they didn't want to spend the money on like hey, yeah. here's a press conference amount of money, you know. Um 
which makes N- sense. Nintendo will have a direct. Nintendo will have a direct. Nintendo kind of like, you know, they've had like a huge presence for people who are at the actual event before. And then they've had their Nintendo Treehouse, which is like their, their like stream, a constant stream, as well as a Nintendo Direct. Like those are the three kind of things that they do for, for E3. Obviously, you won't have anything on the floor. Yeah. I just am curious if they do anything like a Treehouse Live, like where they're streaming any of their games. They also have like... They haven't announced anything for this year uh, beyond true. next yeah, month. That's right. You're right. And so it's like I they who knows what their plan is. Maybe they move forward a lot of their E3 like announcements and stuff mm. and go, hey, we're gonna do this, you know, early. This or is the th- I mean, and that and that's the, I think the biggest bummer about E3 being gone. And if it this negatively impacts it in the future, we can talk about that in a second too. Sure. Is like I think what like as consumers, what was great about E3 was that. All this news was uh, concentrated within a week span. Yeah. And it really, honestly, like a three to four day span. Sure. And because it's great, you just pay attention. And that was what was great from just a uh, an industry and, and uh, a journalist perspective, especially for smaller outlets. Yeah, yeah. You could send one person to E3 and they can get coverage of every single game that's releasing in the fall. Right. Whereas if it spreads out... And isn't as concentrated even in one place anymore. Sure. Well, then it's it might be still feasible for places like IGN to cover all the games. Yeah, GameSpot. But spot. it won't be. It won't be. Yeah, in a GameSpot and you know Game Informer. Like it, but it yeah. will not be feasible for smaller outlets to cover every game anymore. Sure. Well, so like, then you also figure them. that a lot of like smaller outlets would get quotes and things like that, that like, you know, it's like just by the sheer number of people asking the same 14 questions, it's like, you know, potentially you would get like a different factoid or fact, like different detail from a developer from, uh, you know, some unknown outlet or whatever. Where it's like, Oh, this is like the 14th time they answer that question. And they let slip like a, a weird piece of information about this or like yeah. whatever, you know? So it's like you, you know, you, you don't have that sheer breadth of like people asking those questions if it's just the big outlets and potentially a live stream. I kind of feel like they like the the only thing that might it's again it's it's by a developer though like they have judges week. Sure. Like if judges week is still a thing and it's just everything's behind closed doors, like that's it's just that's the only way that uh smaller journalists and outlets aren't affected by this. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, and I think like, cause it's very easy as a consumer to be like, Hey, you know, E3 didn't really change for me. I still got a, some kind of press conference from these bigger places. The yeah. games were still announced. Yeah. Like what's the big deal? Um, well, I mean, and that, and that to me, like that goes back to, this is an industry event, not a consumer event. Cor- we should, correct. we should have, ESA should have been treating it like that for, for years. Like yeah, stop. Yeah. Like make it for who it is, right? And it's and there are already like consumer events that are super good for consumers, like packs. Pax. Yeah, all the packs. And it's like they're, they're in multiple locations, so it's like depending on what region you're in, you can go to them. Like there's yeah. so many like good things about packs as a consumer show. And if they're you know if E3 was always like edging towards like oh here's more public tickets, here's more public tickets, and the people who go there like that's not maybe the a good experience for them all the time like not as good as packs yeah something that costs just as much and especially with travel and that sort of thing um so yeah i mean like you're, you're right should be, have been a consumer show from the beginning or or you know should kind of continue to be or not a consumer show a uh, industry show unless they can offer something that's completely like unique yeah. you know for that the other thing that i mean this and this is anecdotal like i'll, I'll use nam for ex- for example that it just got canceled um so uh i love reliant k the band matt hoops the guitarist made a, a guitar pedal um and he he built it the first time a few years back and he um uh showed it the first time at nam which is right after that he opened up pre-orders and he got a lot of excitement. Yep. And like that's where like I saw some demos from Nam. Yep. Like that's honestly kind of like I knew about it before that point, but I kind of like got more excited about it at Nam. Yep. Um, not at I wasn't there, but whenever I saw like but the people through, talking about it, but through the uh, the the press organizations that covered it. Yes. At that event. And other like manufacturers and people that he talked to like started putting it on their boards 100%. and demoing it. Yeah. And so like that's an example of of a very small. A uh, person, a uh, company who is developing one product. They're not, you know, this isn't a huge thing that w- benefited from an industry event like yeah. that. You multiply that times like 
a small indie developer of two or three people sure. who bring a game to some place like E3 and are trying to generate buzz in the press. Like it's almost like because because it was E3 and you knew everyone would be there, mm-hmm. it was worth it to go. Yep. It's different now whenever you're like, okay, I've got to go to like all the PAXs Yep. And you know, still try to get outlets to cover me. I mean, especially and like you have the the like the GDC, which is the game developer conference. Like a lot of times, you would get like you uh, game developers would go there and show off their games to other game developers and those and game to publishers devel- and to publishers. Yeah, it's like that's a good place to go to do that. And then it's like, well, outside of that, there's E3, which is like, hey, here get press to look at my game. You yeah. know, and it's like just you know. Here, check this out. It's meetings with with Microsoft or other publishers or other like people that potentially invest or fund it. Yeah, and it's like neither of those events now are happening nope. in 2019. So it's like the 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 industry effect, the impact mm-hmm. of this time frame of like just there's not going to be these big events. Yeah, it won't necessarily show up until early next generation, like, well, like that, yeah, two, that's three years from now. Yeah, there's there will be a delay. Do you remember whenever there was the writer's strike? Um, oh, yeah. And there was, like, it was after the writer's strike was over. Yeah. But, like, there was a dearth of movies for uh-huh. a hot second because uh-huh. you're like, well, this was, like, the fallout from the writer's right. strike. And there was, like, terrible rushed seasons of television. Yes. Like, but it was well after the fact. Yep. And it was because, like, as soon as they, like, you know, solved the writer's strike, it was, like, spin up these television shows, get them out the door now. Yeah. And it was less, like, okay, so, but yeah, I remember like Lost, there's like a season of Lost there that's just like definitively like lesser quality yeah. than the other seasons of Lost. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but it's the writer's strike. The, um, yeah, I think that the impact, you know, like, like I said, the big dogs will be fine. Yeah. Like the, I mean, my, Sony you know, was already planning on not being there. Exactly. Microsoft so, is like, well, they have their own theater. It's like they could probably still throw some sort of a weird event. Yeah, and like EA's not even on the show floor anyway. Right. Like they're in the parking lot. Yeah, they're going to do the streams probably most. Yeah, likely. so like I mean, the the big guys will be fine. IGNs will be fine. Yeah. Giant bombs will be fine. I mean, I even feel like IGN, like they usually like have a. Uh, this is something that I'm gonna. I'm personally as a consumer going to miss out. I don't know. I wonder like how it works with their like advertisers for sites like IGN or GameStop. I, I uh, GameSpot. IGN typically has like essentially a television show like going yeah. for like 10 hours a day every day of the show and I would watch that and it's like and they would have advertisers throughout that whole thing it's so like I wonder like what their bottom line is they would pay a lot to be there at the show like yeah. to get that floor space or whatever but they would also get money from advertisers and so I wonder like well I say fine will so they still what I mean do that? by what I mean by fine is yeah. they can absorb a blow like this of course yeah well, Whereas a smaller team, smaller yeah. dev, smaller company, smaller outlet, news outlet, yeah, cannot no. Um, in the same way that like you look at like uh, things like the NBA, they can absorb a blow yep. like this. Um. Better than you know, like something like the XFL. Like, will there be another? <laughs> yeah. Will there be another XFL season? No idea. No idea. It just got cut like in half. Yeah. Um. So, you know, you just never know. Maybe not. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like the bigger you are, the more equipped you are to 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 deal with. You know, like because you you know, yeah, yeah you're. You hope so. You hope that it's not like a Toys R Us situation. Well, it shouldn't be. <laughs> well, and, that's, and that's the thing. Like, well, and I would never. And that point, like, uh, something like this is revealing to like how, how well have sure. you run your company for sure. Um, but like, it's just like smaller companies. You know, if especially in a seasonal market like this, you know, with games or yeah. products where you your your marketing revolves around these events. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I would be. I feel for him, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about last week how it's like, okay, well, like you can deliver games like digitally or whatever. And it's like, but you know, and, and movies and stuff like that, like those, you can't, you know, the theater situation, like not people not going to the theaters, like that's going to affect so many studios, like yeah. so many jobs, so many like uh, funding for future movies. Cause like we're also, if we don't release any movies or games within like a certain period of time, it's like, that doesn't necessarily mean that we'll have like double the movies in, no. you know, the fall. That means that we're just going to like not have movies during this time period. And then it's going to push every other movie back. Right. And so fewer movies just overall across the board will be made. Right. Which means that fewer jobs, fewer, you know, people like that. It's right. just a huge economic well, impact. Fewer, 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 uh, movie theater, you know, like if no yeah. one's going to movie theater, like what oh, are man. they going to do? Like, Who it, knows? 
Yeah, and I don't want to like um, you know I don't want to jump to a doomsday no. scenario at this point, but it's like no, yeah, not. you continue yeah. it long enough and you have a problem. Sure. The I guess my like to finish my point about the the smaller devs like we're already living in a world where the middle tier fell out years ago. Yeah. Of the of of game development. Um, basically the last one was THQ. When THQ went down, they were the last mid-tier kind of game developer. But Chris, there's THQ Nordic now. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's uh, an anomaly. <laughs> I have no idea. I love I love THQ Nordic because it's, it does, none of it makes sense. No. Uh, they live in a fantasy world. <laughs> Continuously, like, buy, buy IP and uh, they say, oh, we'll, we'll have a game in development. And yeah. I go, and I, in my mind, with what money? Yeah. And you with know, what it's amazing. I love it. Um, They're fascinating. So, yeah, ignore them. <laughs> but like there's no middle tier and sure. then like for a hot second we might not have an indie tier i mean for a minute yeah i mean it's it's also like self-publishing is is good and it's like okay people can still work on their games like in isolation you know it, but at the same time yeah it's like they're not gonna have meetings with people to to potentially fund their game like to keep keep the development going essentially um like cuphead uh the developer of cuphead they've talked about numerous times where it's like like initially they like mortgaged their homes and and uh went into game development on cuphead and then microsoft got interested and they got money from microsoft and then they got more money from Microsoft at one point because um, Microsoft like hit a person were like so what if we tweak the game this way what would that and they're like okay what's well, gonna cost more money and they're like okay here you go and they went from went from there so it, and it was obviously a huge success but if if they hadn't had those meetings if they hadn't had like such a successful e3 because you can define like that game like from whenever it was in a indie reel it wasn't even like a, a debut trailer or anything it was literally like just one of a dozen games in a minute and a half trailer. People from the press were like, what was that game? What was that game that looked like, that looked like the uh, old Mickey mouse cartoons or whatever. What was that game? And they would be like, Oh, it's cuphead. And so obviously like that E3 was pivotal for that game, getting more funding. And actually I would say probably pivotal for coming out in more than just like a handful of levels. Like it probably would have come out and just been the first Island or something, you know, they hadn't had the run and gun levels at that point. They had just had some of the boss levels and they had ideas for these other things, but they had no money to actually implement it until somebody like was like the press saw this, this amazing thing. And they were like, what was that? And they continuously got questions about it. And Microsoft's like, okay, let's fund this game more guys. Yeah. So yeah. fascinating, man. I know it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out with game development. Yeah. I think the interesting thing will thing to see will be like, what impact does this have this year, especially with consoles launching. And the other thing is like, will we even notice like if, well, if, if an indie doesn't get the funding and doesn't like, you know, become like a big, it's like nobody will really know about it. So it's like, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's that, but there's also like, you know, uh, how does this impact? I think it'll be interesting to watch this year what mm-hmm. happens and then what happens next year. Mm-hmm. Cause like once, once the, once people like Microsoft, like maybe mm-hmm. they, will they realize, will they miss E3? Will the, or will they realize that, Ooh. Hey, we have the same amount of coverage, press coverage, on our event that we do digitally. Fascinating. And we can still have them in to do like hands-on stuff. Yeah. And people were still watching at home. Yeah. So for like Microsoft. So do we need it? Do, do we, we need? Do E3? we need E3? Ooh. And then that's whenever you're like, okay, well, if you don't, the big dogs don't need E3. Uh huh. Like either it just becomes this real super scaled down like indie show yeah or goes away entirely goes away entirely maybe i mean and like and then you get into the situation where not only this year are you not getting those meetings with like indies or, or having the standout like indie people be like oh well, what's that game yeah and, oh we should put more money behind it you don't get that but you never get it again right you know, potentially if they if 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 they just and that's it. the scenario that I Woo! think like people who are like Bernie three, you know, now we're getting like, real doomsday, Chris. Th- those are the people who like that. Those that's what the future that those people are kind of like looking at. Yeah, and like celebrating. We're like, I don't know that that's a good thing. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that that's a good. That's a good and maybe, future. You know, like I think maybe maybe we do come up with. I mean, we're I mean, humans are innovators. Like mm-hmm. you know, and and this isn't the first uh, or last obstacle that people will face sure. in commerce sure. and. You know, with because I mean, you think back. You know, you have the industrial revolution just mm-hmm. ravaged the agricultural industry, and it's like 
cool, but you know, it, things are better now. You know, well, what and I mean? then more jobs were created just in general, or more like industries and and cash flow was created through the industrial revolution of yeah. like it's just different. It's just different, and so like <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll yeah. it always hurts for a hot second, but then like what will be different moving forward? And that's that's a good point, even with the indies, where it's like indies are are a pivotal piece of gaming in that they are some of the most creative and they are able to be some of the most creative things out there because the, the investment is low, but the returns are, are, you know, can be higher than, you know, can be pretty big. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, you want those indies there because of the creativity in the industry. And I think that there's lots of people that are out there to see it. Like Shuhei Yoshida taking the position where he's like over at Sony, where he's like, okay, I used to be like head of Sony's first party studios. Let me go ahead and, switch over to indies because I see that as an important aspect of, of the video game ecosystem that Sony is not serving currently. Yeah. And like that aspect of it will never go away. And so you hope that even if an event like E3 goes away or whatever, that people will be there to, to pick that up and be like, the indies are important. We need to find them. Well, and the good thing is like, we live in a day and age where that has never been more true. Sure. With, you know, like back in the days of print magazines and everything moved at the speed of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, th- like that, this would be a, a even larger issue. Yeah. Now, uh, like there are things like the, like Devolver puts on their stream. Yeah. Kind of funny. Does their uh, indie showcase. That's right. That's right. Nintendo usually does the Nindies. That's right. Like they're, they're there are, I mean, people can kickstart their games. Like, there are ways for us to find out. <laughs> it will happen. Yeah. Uh, from the developers themselves. Right. It's just a matter of are they able to make that switch and get the coverage they need. Right. And what the time frame of making some sort of a switch like that would be. Like, yeah. I mean, if it was a gradual thing, you know, that'd be, that'd be one thing. And that's, that's the kind of path that I would say that we were probably on was like, yeah. okay, that being more of a gradual thing. Whereas like this year in particular, it's like, Oh, all of a sudden just rip the bandaid off. You know, it's yeah. like, we now we're not having E3. None of that's hat, you know, so we're like adapt, adapt or die. And we may see that kind of like, you know, across the board and more entertain. Like I was just saying, I was kind of joking around at, at dinner but maybe yeah. not where I was like, hey, you know, Disney should just release Mulan on Disney Plus and, you know, push a surge in Disney Plus memberships. People are staying home because of coronavirus. I mean, I, that's the thing is like it it could be somewhat of an opportunity for yeah. those types of companies. You know, obviously, that doesn't help the theaters at all. And so, you know, maybe they have a contract or whatever with AMC or the theaters to put that out like in a certain thing. But at the same time, it's like, why not do something like that? Well, and the, well to, but to your point, you know, like we have... I think theaters have 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 started like making a turn where they're they're like actually like uh, giving us amenities that we want. Correct. Um, so that it's it's different now, but for a long time it looked like they were dying a slow death. Yeah. Well, we were talking. I think it was like years ago at this point. We had a, a podcast where it was like our ticket price is too expensive, and the answer was like yes at the time. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like way Based more expensive what than what you were what doing. You're getting, what you're getting. You know? And like ticket prices now, it's like are 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 good for what you get. Like you get a great experience out yeah. of it. In majority seat. of places. Yeah. Great seat, great sound, you know, good food. You know, like sometimes you, food delivered directly. Like I, those yeah. tickets are in like less expensive than the regular tickets. Right. And so it's you know, in that case, you know, because back then on that podcast, I think we were like, I mean, we're we're talking about sitting on my own couch right. in my own house <laughs> with my own food. Yeah. Like, I mean, how can you compete against that sometimes? Right. Uh well, it's with things like that. Found a way. Know? Uh, but like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, retail stores, um, have been dying kind of a slow, 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 slow death for a while. It's like, what does this do? Does this just like force an even greater turn in, in that industry? I don't know. And is that, and like the, the question is, is that bad in the short term? Yes. Long term? Don't know. Right. And I think like, that's the where, where, you know. Where I come down on that is like, is if it's gradual, like that might, you know, might be fine, like over time, like whatever, like just because again, like those, you know, those jobs will not go away overnight, you yeah. know, and it's like those that income for people like will like because you need people with income to actually have people to buy other things, right. you know, so it's like because one industry feeds another feeds another feeds, you know, so it's yeah. like it all works together. And uh, so if you have a drastic drop in 
some people's like income or whatever, it's like you can't necessarily put that into a different industry. Oh, I don't have the money to spend on this other thing. Yeah. Um, especially whenever you're talking about entertainment. So things that are, aren't um, necessities like, you know, food or whatever. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it seems like, you know, if it's a cash drop, like on the overnight, something just disappears, you know, it's, uh, it would be cause a big issue in the short term, but you know, you might, you would eventually get back on track. But again, obviously better if it moves moves a little bit more gradually over time yeah so i don't know man we'll see we'll see how it shapes up hopefully next week everything's back to normal and great and uh, we have no more uh coronavirus news all right so next week we're not gonna be reviewing a quiet place too yeah uh, maybe the week after that though maybe the week after that i don't know maybe maybe that and mulan the week after that man the old double feature, like in the same night, and then review. Maybe not the same night. Be wild. Want to be able to like grab a Wednesday night showing of something? If it comes out on Wednesday, I would hope. You know, if it's a week later, literally a week later, be on that Thursday, right, both right, right. on the same day. But that would be awesome. I always love the like Tuesday, oh yeah, you know, premiere or, like Wednesday. I was like, you go see it, and it's like, ah, oh, this is great. Yeah, uh, you can find us online at staintargetpodcast.com on social at Chris Wright 250 and John Wright 777 I apologize that I haven't posted anything since January dude yeah that's 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 only like two months only only <laughs> quarter of the year that's <laughs> three months now <laughs> uh yeah I need to be better <laughs> Don't, don't, um, don't kick yourself about it, Chris. No, I mean I, it's not. It's not. A, it's not. I don't feel shame around it. <laughs> uh, so let, I'll just play, play that out there. But I, I have a desire to post more. Like I want to. I want to. Yeah. It's not like I, I don't feel obligated mm, to. Obviously. I see, I see. I see. You know. But I want to mm. because I want like to be able. I feel like I think I've said it before. I feel like social media is kind of like our generation's like diaries that you know later you know our kids can find and be like, oh yeah. cool, he was you know had some fun. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, but like now it just looks like I lead a very sad life. Well, yeah, it's just, it, there's gonna be gaps. Like is what yeah, you're, you're just gonna have gaps. to accept. That, like there's gonna be like these gaps in well, your. I don't know in, what dad was up to, in your own but personal uh, history. Not posting on Instagram. Yeah, I, I, man, there's this, this massive like two year gap of I didn't do much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> um, or it's all like out of order because I do just do later later. Yeah, grams. yeah, the, uh, the the later grams. The, the, uh, yeah. Hashtag later gram. <laughs> um, that's it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. target.